Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew, and welcome to another episode of Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown. Hooray! Oh, the flagship, the ship with the flag on it of our podcasting output. Absolutely, it's been. It was wedged in a canal, but now it's been <laughs> dislodged and is sailing directly into your ear canal. Absolutely, I love from in the fact, Suez Canal to your ear canal, with nothing in between. Absolutely right, and um, that's a reference actually that's going to get a lot of mileage coming up in the episode. And what an episode it was! Um, we had two of our great mates uh, there to help us make it: Susie Ruffle and John Robbins. Oh hi, hey! Hi, oh, hey! I don't think you should be doing Robbins' catchphrase. He, he gets a little—he's very possessive about his catchphrase of "Oh hi, hey." <laughs> I mean, he he got it when Jerry Lewis died. He was able to inherit it off of him. <laughs> that's how catchphrases work, is that's it? That's what happens, on. yeah. We just, fingers crossed for Kay, and then we get garlic bread. Um, <laughs> the uh, If you enjoy this podcast and you would like to hear more of us nattering away, then please go to the uh, Patreon and join today. Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. You, uh, you can get our Flatshare lockdowns which were a lot mm. of fun. We put one out on the main feed. If you haven't listened to that already, go back on the main feed and listen to it. A lot of fun. Um, and the next uh, flat share slam down we should talk about over Zoom is uh, is happening on April 20th. So tickets are available now. Oh, yeah. And you get a pound off if you're a Patreon member. So it's a good time to hop on board. You certainly do. Um, go to eventbrights.co.uk for tickets. Uh, the show features Tony Law and Evelyn Mock. Oh, and yes. uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be an absolute treat. Um, yeah, hop along, join us for uh, a lockdown and uh, on Patreon, and join us for a slam down on YouTube. Otherwise, enjoy this episode, and we'll see you on the other side. Tom Ben, what is it, Matthew? Yeah, what is it, Guys, listen, one of you two has got to change the locks. Oh, mate, it's oh, not going to be me. No. no. <laughs> Last time I tried to change the locks, I ended up sinking a barge. Oh, Clarky, what about you? Wedged halfway down. What about you? That's topical, straight from today's papers. Uh, um, uh, what about you, Parry? Clarky, you've had a good couple of goes at getting a uh, Suez Canal tweet away, haven't you? I've been. You've been trying to crack those gifts on Twitter. With the, I've seen a few of them now, and oh, I'm like, you've you seen them still going uh, 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 Funnily enough, Tom, you haven't liked or retweeted any of them, though. That's, no. that's strange. Well, look, it's not going to be me, Matthew, because I've, I don't know why, but I'm not going to be changing the keys or the locks. Okay, Tom, <laughs> always great when you've done a little bit of prep before the show. Well, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Flash air slam down. Flash air slam down. We're in a flat. Flash air slam down. We're sharing with our mates. Flash air slam down. Someone's gonna slow it down. Flash air slam down. 
Hello and welcome to Flatshare Slamdown, the panel show that says, In my imagination there is no complication, I dream about you all the time. In my mind a celebration, the sweetest of sensation, thinking you could be mine. In my imagination there is no hesitation, we walk together hand in hand. I'm dreaming, you fell in love with me, like I'm in love with you, but dreaming's all I do. If only they come true, I should be so lucky, 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 lucky. I should be so lucky in love. I should be so lucky, 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 lucky. I should be so lucky in love. I'm the host and landlord, Matthew Crosby. Let's meet the keyhole peepers. It's Tom Parry and Benedict Clark. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Hey, guys. Now, listen, you can't change the locks on your own. Who have you brought to unlock the power of teamwork tonight? Uh... Ben. I brought my best friend of all time. It's John Robbins! John Robbins is here. Hello. How are you, how are you doing, John? It's nice to I, see you. It's great to see you all as well. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's, 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 it's an absolute pleasure to have you. Now, are you a... Uh, what's, what's your uh, lockdown situation? What are you... Who are you sharing a, a flat with? Are you, are you living on your own? I know you've got a lot of um, Queen memorabilia. Well, that's because <laughs> I am... Company enough. Living on my own, my own, my own. Dee do de de, I don't have no time for no monkey business. Actually, I do, and that's why I'm here. I've got so <laughs> much time for monkey got business. Nothing but time for monkey business. Um, yeah, so I've been, I've been. Well, I live alone anyway, but um, been seeing my me and my girlfriend uh, are in a support bubble. Oh, uh, guys, nice, isn't we it? we support each other. That's lovely, actually. And how does the support manifest itself? What's what? What are you doing for her? What's she doing for you? Um, I'm <laughs> doing... going into too much detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I, just DM me some pictures. I guess I'm doing the cooking. She's doing the being really sort of chilled and kind. I'm right. also kind, right? But I, but I'm, I'm more of a cook than a kind. Sure, sure. More <laughs> cooking, than, more cooking than kindness. Yes, yes. You got to what? You got to be careful. You can kill with kindness. You do realise that. You can kill with cooking. You can actually <laughs> <laughs> famously, famously you can kill, you can kill with cooking. Um, what are your specials? Uh, curry and yep. uh, just just loads of different types of curry at the minute. <laughs> can, can I ask you this? Now you spent a, an entire day making a gravy. Is that right? Yes. Because I I know this because I think you might have put it up on Twitter and our friends uh, our friend Josh Whittacombe screen grabbed it sent it to me and said what it must be like to not have kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's I guess it's a mixed blessing. So I I ha- have like a WhatsApp group for our radio show with Dave and Ellis and. Um, they were sort of asking me to do stuff and it was about one o'clock and I said, yeah, don't worry, I'm going to do it. I'll do it at three. I'm just going to have a nap for two hours. <laughs> and that does feel quite good to be able to have a two hour sort of nap halfway through the day. But on the other hand, very, very quiet and not a lot to do. Yeah. So I've, heard, I've heard that the kids, you know, people love their kids a lot. Yeah. I mean, they also have a two hour nap. You could have it while the kid was having a nap. That's true, but the the gravy is essential to um, <laughs> to a really good homemade curry. So if you went if you went into the kitchen of a curry house, 
they'll have all of the spices lined up, but they'll have a huge vat of this base gravy. And, um, oh. and it, it takes a few hours to make, and your house absolutely stinks of onions, but I don't mind it because it's just me here. And how much, so do you, <laughs> is that what you've got now in your kitchen? You've got like a vat that every, every dinner starts with that, regardless of the, what you're eating. Yeah, the freezer is full of about sort of 20 portions of this. But the other day, I made a curry with 50 bulbs of garlic in it, just for me. What? Wow. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a special curry recipe which should have a hundred bulbs of garlic in, but because but you're it was on just a diet, one, <laughs> it was just one portion. So I just I just did fifty. Was wow. it nice? It was. Do you know what? The, the, <laughs> a little bit garlic. A bit garlic, garlic. Yeah. You know when you have a a, a roast and you get. Do you know what, how roast? long it's taken you to answer this? Has <laughs> told me everything I need to know. Is the answer? Yeah. yeah but you yeah. know when you have a roast bulb of garlic in a curry and it's just like so tasty. Imagine yeah. having a, an entire sort of bowl of that flavour. It's very tasty, but it's intense. Did you finish it? Stays it? intense. Yeah, of course I finished. You ate it. all fifty bulbs of garlic. Oh, well, didn't I do something horrible with your guts? Oh yeah, Christ alive! <laughs> Absolutely out of this world. And your ass. Yeah. <laughs> also, also what's hilarious is because so if you have sensitive guts, uh, the two of the things that are worst are onions and garlic. <laughs> it's like first mouthful. As soon as I swallow it, I farted. It was, so it it was like a cry the... for help, is what it was. It wasn't a fart. It just continued. At pace. It was your arsehole going, please kill me. <laughs> and not with kindness. Oh, great days. Uh, Parry, who have you brought along with you this week? Well, listen, the jamboree's in trouble, everyone. It's struggling to exist online. It's hard. Yes, it's, it's hard tricky. to have a jamboree online. So, but I've brought along someone who is going to advise us on our Zoom etiquette, and she demonstrated it so effectively <laughs> earlier because whilst we were having that little chat, she started to sneeze, muted herself, sneezed, and then unmuted herself absolutely seamlessly. It oh, was like it, is, it was fantastic. The one and only Susie, Susie Ruffles here, everybody. Susie. Susie. Hi. Susie, I've got to ask you, what's the most bowls of garlic you've put into one dish? <laughs> I would say probably just the two. Yeah, that's usually... Yeah, and that feels excessive, that's, doesn't it? And that's, that, that, that does make me feel like I'm a big shot. You're really pushing the boat out with two, aren't you? You're pushing the boat out, to quote one of uh, Clarkie's memes this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Susie, what kind of a person are you, are you to live with? Uh, a bit of a ledge. Um, <laughs> How does that manifest itself? <laughs> Kindness, cooking, uh, neither of those. Killing. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd say I'm. I think I'm quite annoying, if I'm honest. Right. Do you find yourself annoying? No. Right. <laughs> no, I, no I'm, I think I'm great. Yeah. Uh, but you. No, I think. I think. Like, I need like. I need sort of constant attention and um, and sort of praise. Well, so I got into well, stand-up. Can I just say, Susie, you're doing a wonderful job on the show already. I love to meet you. Do you know what? That bit you chipped in earlier on was absolutely fantastic. It really was. Thanks, mate. No, I think I'm quite... I like, I'm sort of... I'm always sort of... I wanted to, like... Quite like a, often a, like a in the morning, my girlfriend would be like, let's just... Do you reckon you're a bit much? Yeah. Yeah, but I kind of hate it when people say that because... 
it, it feels like they're talking about me. Um, I'm yeah. also a narcissist. Um, no, but I think I'm quite like, like it's the moment I jump out of bed, I'm like, what should we do? Where should we go? Should we have a cup of tea? I'm going to have three digestives this morning. Fuck it. And I think Alice is just a bit like, it's a bit of an assault on the senses. <laughs> and I think how in lockdown, lo- that's been... How's lockdown? Yeah, I was going to say, how's lockdown been for you? <laughs> like, I think it's been fine. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't live here anymore, but I think it's been fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's I, like I think it's been fine. I mean, there were days where like like Alice has a proper job, and I'm available now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is work in my diary tonight. Yeah, do so. <laughs> um, so I think that um, there was a day when she had a Zoom call that was really important, <laughs> and it was the day that like that was about finance, and it was the same day that I thought. I'm going to see if I can roller skate around the flat whilst holding the cat to video it <laughs> for a fun little Instagram vid. Do you do you feel like it's a little bit? I find this as well because I, you know, work from home. It's quite exposing having someone who's got a real job in the house all the time because there's always oh, God, a counterpoint yeah. for somebody actually doing some some active work. And what I consider to be quite a productive day, I've realised is. I probably do a grand total of if I've done 45 minutes of writing that's a good that's a really strong day and it Lots won't be sitting down for 45 minutes it'll be 45 minutes stretched out between 8am and 6 you know um, it's really bad I'm quite I quite like I quite like sitting down and getting stuff done but I think that like I'm annoying in that like I'll be singing around the house I'll be saying Alexa play magic at the musicals um, constantly <sighs> sounds, and, um, sounds like a dream I mean, it's an absolute dream. But so it's me, Alice, and the cat, and these guys, who, um, who, who, who are the figurines that Alice says are not allowed in the lounge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have they're, to go in. They have to go in your Matt Hancock cupboard you've got going yeah. on there. Yeah. They're all He's yours, here. are they? My flag's so just out of shot. I'll bring it in if you want. <laughs> my flag's hiding my fuse box, actually. So I'm going to keep flying it. Um, oh, figurine- I've got a queen flag. Have of course. you? Yeah. Of course you have. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, it's going to be, be draped over your coffin when you're buried at sea. Did anyone have that <laughs> sentence in John Robbins' bingo? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've you... met our guests anyway. Let's, let's crack on with round one. Let's find out who's got the key and who's got the secret as we play round one. I've been out drinking whilst I'm thinking about my keys Until I got to Foo Fighters there. Um, I I should have let you back back reference that, John. Um, This round is called Lockety Lock. Now, it's a working of the classic TV game show, Blankety Blank. I'm going to give our players a sentence with a word or phrase missing from it. All you've got to do is tell us what word or phrase is missing from the sentence. Um, If they get it right, I'll give them a point. Uh, I'll also award a point for an answer I particularly enjoy. And all of these sentences come from reviews of escape rooms. All right. So the first review is from Dimsley and it is titled Worst Escape Room. Here's your quote. We've always come out of, of uh, we've always come out of other rooms absolutely buzzing as they really are great adult fun. 
Well, not this one. We left feeling completely deflated. Wish I had a blank. We left feeling completely deflated. Wish I had a blank. Susie, we'll start with you. What do you think they wish they had? Pump. Yeah, yeah, I think mean, that's it. That is I wish I had it. Yeah. I, I feel completely deflated. I wish I had a pump. Yeah, it makes it. it, it makes. But did sense. you guys also notice how Crosby really hit deflated? That's why I've gone for. Oh, pump. you thought I was ex- I was extra selling it. I was just trying to sort of he get do, into he the does struggle with it. He struggles with emphasis. It's been like yes. he's failed. <laughs> he has failed many auditions for that reason. So <laughs> I never know what's the most important word in a sentence. That's the problem with me. Neither do I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the first few years, it was Pappy's Fun Club. <laughs> yeah. The club was the most important bit. Um, so you're going. You're going pump. I'm going pump. Parry. What are you thinking? Wish I had a. I mean, we left feeling completely deflated. I tell you what, we left feeling completely deflated. (laughs) Oh, change anything? Oh, can I go back? No, no, (laughs) we've locked in pump. I mean, uh, this is where my head's at. I I think because he says at the start, adult entertainment. Mm. Right. So I thought he might say, "Wish I had a kid." Because I think he's had it's been too childish an experience. Oh, right. But then I feel like that's a weird parting sentiment. <laughs> it's, a weird, right? it's a weird <laughs> sentence. Unless, I'm not gonna unless, lie, Barry, it's weird. Unless he suddenly <laughs> just had this kind of thought, it occurred to him. He was like, Oh, I'm in my thirties and oh, I wish I had a kid. Like like he gets distracted by his own life situation. So, weirdly it's how he signs off all of his reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had a kid. Really enjoyed that pub lunch. Wish I had a kid. <laughs> what? So is that what you're going to go for? Wish I had a kid. Wish I had a not booked it. Does that does that work as a phrase? Like wish I had a. He's <laughs> not Italian. Wish, wish, I, had... <laughs> <laughs> wish I had not booked it on my Don Mio day. <laughs> Uh, Today's the day I'm doing an escape room. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wish I had Um, not booked it. Oh, fucking imagine. You're booked to do an escape room and you get in there and the Dolmio family have booked in as well. Nightmare. Absolute Um, nightmare, Perry. That's what they're thinking about. Absolute nightmare. I'm going to final My final answer is going to be hammer. Oh, okay. I love that you're just you're brainstorming ideas so that by the time we get to Ben, there's just going to be oh, no yeah, comic think, roads to no, go no, down. There's literally no words left. Yeah. Are you just looking at things you can see in your understairs cupboard? Is that what it is? <laughs> um, so, right, I felt completely deflated. Wish I had a hammer. Okay, it's a, it's a bold choice. Um, Robbins, how do you like to play? How do I like to play? How do you, what's, what, what word are you going to go for here? Well, uh, two of mine were quite similar to two of Tom's, so I'm going to go for rogue third option, which is escape room to call my own. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Very wistful. I wonder if he's been visiting escape rooms everywhere because he's never found sort of his own escape room of his own soul one that right the, the, the escape room that's in all of us yeah he's trying to he's trying he's looking for answers in other people's escape rooms and in truth he just wants to run his own escape room he just wants to unlock his own life okay an escape room of my, of my own or Clarky. I we felt left feeling completely deflated wish I had a key 
<laughs> yeah, it's not, a, not a bad one. Not a bad one. Just get out early doors, couldn't you? It's, if it's a, a rubbish one, state. If, it's, if, a good, it's a good. It's a good one. I can tell you now. I can tell you now. We've always come out of other rooms absolutely buzzing, as they're great adult fun. Well, not this one. We left feeling completely deflated. Wish I had a rewind button. Oh. Would never have booked. They wanted to do a share. I was going to turn go back time. time. Yeah. No, well, you imagine if he'd only rewound it to the start of the escape room and had to do it all again. <laughs> You'd have to rewind for absolutely ages because presumably he didn't just didn't just rock up on the day. You've got to book ahead. He's rewinding it at least a day. Mm. I guess it depends what type of rewind button he's got. If he's got a cassette rewind button, then he's guessing, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. But other rewind buttons, you're going to know where you're at. He doesn't. Uh, 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 he doesn't doesn't specify what kind of rewind I button. I wish we had a rewind button, so we don't have to have this conversation. <laughs> well, let's fast forward on to the next one. The next review is from IC3 guy, and he calls it worst exit game ever. The first puzzle was ruined for us. The previous people who played this game had blank. Clarky. What are you thinking? The first puzzle was ruined for us. The previous, the previous people who had played this game had what? Solved it? Solved it, okay. Like, you think it might have been solved it? What about- It's already solved. What, what about you, Susie? Left their workings. Left their workings. Robins. Moved in. <laughs> and, you, and you're not going to believe it it was the Dolmio family as well doesn't they think about one of us think to me they walked in and there's just a family doing sort of like washing up and putting out the washing and playing playing around on the floor a lot of stuff with kids. washing yeah, just, 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 <laughs> it, was, it was spotless it was absolutely spotless <laughs> Parry how about you I'm going to go for the shits <laughs> Yeah, okay. The first puzzle was ruined for us. The previous people who played the game had the shits. It would certainly ruin it, but I can reveal that the answer is the first puzzle was ruined for us. The previous people who played the game had written the solution on the puzzle. I'm going to yes. give a point to Susie and I'm going to give a point to Clarky as well. Congratulations. Two points there. This next one is from Atrul. <laughs> Gorgeous. A gorgeous celebration from Susie. Uh, this next one is from Atrol, and they've simply titled it Worst £44 Spent. I was expecting something else for this money. If you have money to spend on this, try blank. John, what do you think? I was expecting something else for this money. If you have money to spend on this, try blank. Opening an ISA. <laughs> a classic Robin's answer. And a very smart one as well. Absolutely, but unfortunately not a particularly a beneficial one in this in this chronically low interest rate environment we find ourselves in. And also, how far is 44 quid going to go in an ISA? Well, at 7% a year, that's going to be 88 quid in 10 years' time. You make a very strong point. Parry. <laughs> um, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Try cocaine for £44. Uh, you could get, you know, a lovely bit of... A lo what, what could you get? Seven cocaines? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? If you've got seven cocaines in ten years' time... <laughs> <laughs> you'd still have seven, because yeah, that's yeah. not how it works. Um, Susie? Um, another? I was expecting something else for this money. If you have money to spend on this, try another. 
As in, like another escape room, a different escape room. Oh, okay, right, yeah. You could you could say a different escape. You could say try another escape room. That would that would I'd also accept that. It can be okay, word so, or phrase. Okay, fine. Another escape, a different escape room. And Clarky, what do you think? A room you don't want to escape. You know what? Just a room you want to stay in. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you half a point for that, Clarky, oh! because I was expecting something else for this money. If you have the money to spend on this, try some pubs. They're great. That was, was that the Robbins that wrote this? Yeah, I was going to say, it's, I'm surprised, Robbins. That was it could have gone one or two ways with Robbins. I thought that was a shoe in for you. How but, has Clarky uh, got half a point? We're all thinking, mate, you're on my side. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, well done, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused myself, but I'll take it. I mean, I was going to say that last time round as well. But I think you paid last time round. Absolutely. Um, so half a point to Clarky, uh, no points to anybody else. But, Tom, there's a chance to turn that around because the final um, quote is from Kelly F, who warns us, do not waste your money. But why? Cheap props, no theatrics, attendant was not helpful, and the room wasn't blank. I've had reviews like that. <laughs> yeah, I know what I was going to say. We definitely have. Absolutely. Cheap props, no theatrics, attendant was not helpful, and the room wasn't blank. Locked. The room wasn't locked. Susie, what do you think? I think Parry's right, but I'm going to say lit... The room's not lit. You just do it in the dark. Strong. Yeah. Strong. Robbins. Could you do the sentence again, please? Cheap props. No theatrics. Attendant was not helpful and the room wasn't blank. As advertised. <laughs> sure, it could be. It could be. And Clarky, what do you think? Cheap props. No theatrics. Does, Attendant was not it, helpful and the room it wasn't. I've given him half a point for the thinking time. Just chuck him a couple of points. Beautifully, Clarky. Just chuck him a couple of points. Have three quarters of a point for just being you. Thanks, mate. It's a pleasure. Um, I'm going to go with the room wasn't dry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking away your three quarters of a point there, mate. Oh, come on. The the Domeo family had had the (laughs) shits. Today's the day the Tomio family have got the trots. <laughs> <Need some And>, <laughs> it's terrible, I'm afraid. Well, <laughs> Parry, I tell you what isn't terrible. You've got the point, mate. Of course you have. Cheap props, no theatrics, attendant was not helpful, and the room wasn't actually locked. You could go in and out. Congratulations. It's time for us to escape round one. Producer Grin. Uh, producer Grin, even. Producer Grin. <laughs> I call you Producer Grin because of your ever smiling face. Producer, give us a grin. There he is. Very nice. Rule Britannia, Producer Grin. Um, now, <laughs> Listen, you, you haven't got a photo of the Evergreen from him, too, have you? Because it, it'd really help clock his course. I'll see what I can do. Thank you, mate. <laughs> producer Gwyn, what what are the scores at the end of that round? The scores at the end of that round are Ben and John have one and a half, and Tom and Susie have two. Oh, oh. so Tom and Susie are in the lead. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But Ben and Tom, are they not, they're not yet locked out? Well, let's find out as we play Flat Games. Games! Yeah. Let's play together. Games! Play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing, put that there. Do as you're told. Games. <laughs> if you lose, you get nothing. Games. If you win, you get gold, 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 gold. gold. Yes, this week we're playing our version of a choose-your-own-adventure game, which we're calling WWYD, or What Would You Do? The rules are very simple. I'm going to give our teams a situation. They will then guess how one of the players would deal with it. If they guess correctly, they get a point. Now, we'll start with uh, John Robbins. Uh, I would like each team to guess how John would deal with this scenario. You've been booked for a high-profile charity fundraiser at a holiday camp but when you arrive you realize you've misread the small print it's a nudist colony and they're expecting you to perform in the nude what would john robbins do okay john will will uh, will leave you for a second take your headphones out and let's have the other team members having a chat about it um okay so ben john's on your team yeah i'll let you go first how do you think john would react to the news that he's gonna have to perform in the altogether I think he'd just perform in the nude. Mm. I think he just let classic, it, classic just let it hang. Let it, let it dangle. He's got it there, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got, he's, got, a, he's got a body under those clothes. He certainly That's has. That's it. I mean, he's worked hard for it. Why not, <laughs> he's earned why it. not show it off? You know, <laughs> if, you, if you're that dedicated to eat 50 bulbs of garlic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've got to pray for the clearly. audience, really, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> It clearly must be just to get a, an amazing bod. <laughs> just to get, a, yeah. It just Why else a, would you do it? A classic ripped, a, a sort of a six pack of garlic cloves, basically. Um, Susie and Tom, what do you think? How would how would John react to that scenario? I do agree with Clarky in that I think that I think John would just front it out. Have you seen? <laughs> I was just thinking that. Have you seen Johnny Jr. Has he ever got it out on stage? I don't think no. We're not all in a sketch group, mate. Some of us are stand-ups. <laughs> but there's been there've been some late night Edinburgh, you know, shows. Those He's never had to work that hard to sell a show. Has he ever got it out? That's the question. No. My suggestion was going to be he'd perform it, but he'd be he'd he'd like he'd play it with like a like a bottle of beer there or something like that so right. that's he would fulfill it but with like a kind of cheeky loophole like he's holding a uh, a photo of Freddie Mercury there or something for the whole time <laughs> I think I think yeah the can of beer I could I think I think a can of beer yeah. is a good like, call like Ellis, Ellis is like knelt in front of him the whole time <laughs> <laughs> Fa- facing, facing forward, forward, forward. Facing yeah. forwards. no facing forwards but like that, like so I think uh, I, I guess the answer would be contractually he would be nude but at no point would he expose himself I think he'd find a loophole to 
You'd put it in a loophole. Okay, so no, we've no, got Clarky. <laughs> we've got Clarky who's who's saying, let it all hang out. We've got Susie and Tom who are saying, go for it, but protect your modesty in some way. Uh, That's John, a good idea. Tell us. Oh, you weren't listening to that, were you? That's such a. Genuinely, I was watching that thinking, John's hating this. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fucking hell. Oh, I think he's really upset about this. So it was like, oh, no, 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 just, John I'm didn't hear a word of that, so don't worry, he oh, doesn't know how God, you answered. That is such a relief. That yes. is such a relief. But let's find out, John, how, how would you react in this situation? So, just to confirm, I've, I've agreed to do the charity gig in the first place. Yes. That's that's the unlikely bit of the story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You said yes to a gig where you don't get paid. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sound like Robbins. Is is the charity new based around nudity at all, or is it a total surprise? It's a total surprise to you. When you arrive, you had no idea. You know, it's a save the rhino or something like that, and they want to see the horn. A, a cursory glance at the lineup would have given you a clue. We all know the kind of lineup this gig would have don't we like, Phil Case on the bill <laughs> oh, well, Phil Case headlining and Paris doing a type 5 yeah. <laughs> I, I have once been it? nude on stage once before and it's 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 certainly not my biggest regret but it's in the regrets pile how did you end I up nude that. on stage it was at Spank yeah we, oh. we, we, we were on that night we of, saw it of course we it was of course did it was you, you did, did you get you did the nude emceeing, didn't you? Yeah, it was a bad... I came off and Will Hodgson went to me. I will never forget. He went, it's not fucking Ibiza, Robbins. <laughs> and um, the, the, the nude... So they used to do a thing called the nude promo where you could plug your yeah. show nude uh, for like five minutes or whatever, and they didn't turn up. So I think, is it Leon and J James? James, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. James, I think, was always quite keen to get... No, Leon was always quite keen to get nude. And it was just the evening was going that way. But it, 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 did, it wasn't a particularly pleasant experience. James um, and Leon what year would that have been? James and Leon very much belonged to that different time, didn't they? <laughs> like, yeah. like, that, when you say it was a different time, it wasn't that long ago. I'd but say it, it was probably 2009 or 10, maybe yeah. eight. Uh, do you know what I think I would honestly do in the situation is I would try and find a replacement who was higher, like someone that they would be like, oh, it's a shame you can't do it, but that person's amazing. So I'd try and convince someone else to do it. And I I have to say that Parry was my first choice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not higher. You can't. No one's going to go. Don't. John Robbins is going to do it. Don't worry, we've got Parry. No, I think they would take. People would be take... delighted to see you swinging your stuff about on stage. They would be, honestly. The only thing is, you couldn't do your um, how to take a t shirt off uh, routine, Tom. That's the, that I the only. I do. How to put it on. You have to. Yeah, how to, how to wow, those nudists. Well, that, could be the, that could be the, the opening routine is how to take your t shirt off. Yeah. What, so you go on stage like Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> yeah, just with his T-shirt and his willy hanging out like Winnie the Pooh. That's, I mean, Get that's... a jar of honey from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so is your answer get replaced? I'd get Parry to do it for me. <laughs> right. You know what? Nobody got that right. Uh, really? Tom, Tom and Susie thought you'd do it. Um, Tom suggested that you might have like a can of beer to protect your modesty. 
Um, or I'd have six cans to mean that I didn't care about my modesty. Oh, fair enough. You could have had a can of beer beforehand, yeah. And Clarky, uh, your teammate there, suggested you just do it, let it all hang out. But it's you know, it's not twenty ten anymore, Clarky. It's not twenty ten. No. Um, so, so the, they've all oh just God. said I'd do the gig. Naked. Basically, everyone, everyone assumes you get you know about. That's it. Everyone assumes you would. Um, no, I thought I thought you'd do it, but never reveal your knob. Like I like I think you'd you'd have. Well, like are a there way like of... cameras at it? That's the thing. Because there's one thing like having a crazy twenty minutes on stage, but if it's then on Twitter, that would be an absolute well, nightmare. It's there this forever. Is the, this is the modern problem, isn't it? You see, have, have you got the smartphones in Ziploc cases like? Jack White is Jack White performing at this gig, and as he bans smartphones, I think I think you yeah I, I think in a nudist colony it's not it's not well, on where are you going to hide your phone filming it exactly exactly yeah everything's back in everything's back in the shallows I think I think would you do it then would you do it if you knew no one was going to film it it was just for the uh, seventeen thousand people in the uh, in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's 17,000, very, very few of them are really going to see much. Um, no, there's screens, mate, there's screens. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? If there was, like, a guarantee in some... If I could, like, cast a spell that no one saw it, then I probably would do it and have a few drinks and sort of vibe myself into it. Yeah, enjoy it. It's just a body. It's Crosby, just a are body, you trying to Are you trying to engineer a way here to get Clarky points? <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Basically, I just feel like Clark is, he's, he's, he's not in the lead. I thought he'd be in the lead after that. I know, and it's unbelievable. You've managed to give me a point for every round and I'm still losing. <laughs> are you, or are you trying to engineer a, a situation where this is nude Pappy's flat share slam down? I don't think that's... I, don't I haven't got trousers on. Yeah, I mean, really? that's... It's <laughs> the, the, the joy of the Zoom, isn't it? You don't need it. Well, Clark, have you got trousers on or it's just the T-shirt and kimono? Well... That's for you to find oh, out. It's a sex flat share slam yeah, down. Yeah, that's all right. No, I do actually. I've got I've got tracky bottoms. On yeah, cats. I mean, I'm also wearing tracky boots. I too am wearing trousers. Yeah, I'm actually wearing six pairs of trousers. <laughs> I'm fully fully turgid. <laughs> well, um, thank you for that. Uh, so, uh, Susie, we, we're gonna, you're the next person up. Um, you arrive. Oh, you, yes, listen, this is the scenario. So, we're we're going to work out how Susie would react to this. Uh, you arrive home to find your partner has cooked dinner for your anniversary. The only problem is you'd completely forgotten. As you're both eating, they hand you a generous and thoughtful gift and then look expectantly your way. What would Susie do? Okay. Headphones off. Headphones off. Parry, we'll start what? with you, okay? Susie gave a look then, which was more like, what has Susie done? Yes, I, exactly, that's what I thought. This feels like this, feels like this has I, happened already. I think Susie would improvise a poem or something to be like, well, actually, I have written you this and try and perform her way out of it with like a poem or something or like a song yeah i think or, you know, I, I i could like, I, I think that's that's a good answer for any for a, for a comment i think i feel like that's what i could see us doing in that situation any like any any one of pappies would try and go i've written you a song we sit down <laughs> with our girlfriend <laughs> i've i've oh well in that no but i've got you this i've i've thought of this poem for you and here comes a poem that's coming out of her mouth. That's... She's going to try and get out. I don't think she'd come clean. I think she's going to try and get her way out of it like that. Right. Okay. So not not being honest, but trying to improvise something. Yes. Clarky and Robbins, what do you think? 
So just to confirm, the situation is that it's Susie's anniversary and she's forgotten. It's the, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's the it's they're the couple yeah, anniversary. The couple's anniversary. They're, uh, they're both nude from the waist down. <laughs> but she's come back to find that she needs a present sharpish, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I've got a fit. Well, I don't know if I'm just saying what I would do, but I, I'd be like, I think she'd be like. Oh, I've got I've got something great, but it, you have to wait until the weekend. Right, and then what would you just, what would you come up with for the delay. weekend? Like, what could it a poem? <laughs> <laughs> but a really well prepared one, right? <laughs> You'd have a couple of days to do it, um, Robbins. What do you think? You go. Is the- it a case? Is it a case of saying, I'll go and get your present and then going upstairs and hastily <laughs> creating vouchers for like coupley things, oh. which is sort of almost sweet, but also almost quite rubbish. What kind of coupley so, things are you doing vouchers for? What do you think? Um, two massages for half an hour minimum. A day out at a place of your choice within the M25. Right. Um, I owe you 50 quid. I'll get the next three big shops. Oh, wow. These are really quid. good vouchers. <laughs> yeah. uh, first, you, you just take the 50 quid and that's all right. Yeah. First um, use of the shower for the next fortnight that's yeah. good yeah, yeah yeah and i think yeah. because you're panicking you're going to give up a lot on you're going to go big like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they're going to get <laughs> the, house, get the deeds to the house <laughs> my finger <laughs> 40 garlic bulbs <laughs> 40 garlic bulbs i'm going to only have 10 um okay yeah, well that's good that's good okay so we're going for improvising uh, a song or a poem, postponing it. We'll, we'll, I need the team to pick a pick an answer. Oh, we definitely go with Robin. You're going to go with you're going to go with the vouchers. Yeah, I think the vouchers yeah. is a smart move. Um, mm. Susie Ruffle, can you please come back? Susie, you arrive yes. home to find your partner has cooked dinner for your anniversary. The only problem mm-hmm. is you'd forgotten. As you're mm-hmm. both eating, they hand you a generous and thoughtful gift and then look expectantly your way. What would Susie do? I think I would lie. Okay. And say that I'd remembered. Yes. And I'd say something like, I've booked us to go and stay at the Savoy Hotel or somewhere fancy. Um, mm-hmm. And like, we, I'll say, I'll say I've got a voucher or something Ooh. and we're not going. And like, say, so I haven't booked the day, but I've booked it so we can do it. Is that what Robin said? Do you know what? Because his that eyes is, just went really big. No, that is that is really, really good because Clarkie said basically postpone it to another time and say, oh, I've got this really big surprise and Robin said vouchers. So I'm going to give you two points for that because oh, that was... Yeah. What did Perry say? Come the fuck on, mate. We're on a team together. He said improvise, <laughs> improvise a poem. <laughs> I mean, Have you met me? I think poetry's boring. No. Tom, But Tom. you're panicking. You're in the moment. You're like, oh, I don't know. What am I, an MC? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to like... You I'm going to just drop a beat. <laughs> so Tom... If you're in that situation, you're panicking, you have to uh, improvise a poem. What would your poem be? Tonight is the night. 
that you and I <laughs> celebrate another year today. I think at that point you should know that you hadn't written a poem. I'd move into the Dolmio family. <laughs> today is the day. Well, everybody loves a Dolmio family impression. I think she, I think she'd be really moved by that, actually, Tom. It's not easy to do, is it? It Fair is play. tough. Yeah. It is tough. It's but you, you did it with a plum. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, well, happy, happy, happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Clarky. Today is the day. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, um, uh, ben, we're going to say goodbye to you in a second. Here is your situation. You're at a party and you see mm. an old flame. They approach the group you're with and say, but aren't you going to introduce me? The trouble is, you've forgotten their name. This is... You're cutting straight to the core of Clarky here. I mean, it's not a made-up scenario. It's a scenario I've, I've been in with Clarky before, and I was cut to the quick that you couldn't remember my name. Um, so, the trouble is, you've forgotten their name. What would Ben do? Ben, headphones off. Let's ask Robbins what you think. How do you think... Ben would react to that situation. He's been asked by an, an old flame uh, to introduce them to the entire group. Doesn't remember, doesn't remember their name. What would he do? Well, in this situation in the past, not with an old flame, but with someone I've met but don't remember, I do have a way, there is a way to do it, which is to say, um, say oh I don't think I got your number last time we met so could I get your number and they go yeah sure and and then you see so take the number in your phone you say oh and what's your full name because you wouldn't have got their surname and you're doing but wouldn't this they still be going well, aren't you going to introduce yeah. me to your friends? Yeah. Well, there's a group of people watching this. Before I introduce you, I've just realised, I've not seen you for a while, but I, I'd love to continue this by text. Um, um, it's not, I see it's not a bad method one-on-one -on -one after you've had a bit of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work with this group scenario. I think, yeah, I think if, if, if you're literally, if there's a pregnant pause in the air after the phrase aren't you going to introduce Hang me on. and you whip she's out she's pregnant no 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 no, no. <laughs> wrong choice of words but Bloody there's hell. a um, there's there's basically everyone's looking at you saying well obviously yep. you're going to have to introduce okay so here's how what I would do it do? so I'm going to say this is, this is how Ben would do it so I would say everybody um, Kate this is my dear friend and then Kate one of the people would go oh hey I'm Kate and the person would then go have to go so you sort of force them to introduce themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually, that's good. Because that's the classic tactic, yeah. That's the classic, isn't it? The, the hope then that the person would go, oh, hello, I'm Samantha Mumba, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Who, you know, I don't want to... As if we wouldn't case. know exactly. who Samantha Mumba was. Of course, yeah. Let's not be silly. I'm just trying to think of old flames that Clarky doesn't mind us mentioning. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, so uh, that's a very strong answer from, uh, from Robbins there. Ruffle, Harry Wicks, how do you play? What are you thinking? I, I mean, what what do you think, Susie? Have you? Well, I think what John said is is an excellent answer and is a very likely answer. Yeah, so I, I think we should go a bit of a curveball, and I'd say that Clarky would just pretend to faint. 
<laughs> See, yeah, that, I actually scared. think, uh, and I think actually we're closer to what the answer is going to be because I think, uh, uh, no offence to the man, but I think what 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 Robbins has presented is quite a complex uh, solution to the situation, and I think in the heat of battle. I'm not sure Clarky would necessarily reach for that option. I think they'd be blind. Do you think panic. of conversation as battle? No, no, no. But I, I think there's, there's a, this is panic, no, isn't it? The this, party, this is the party. In the heat of this party going on and all this going on, I don't think Clarky's going to be. I think the next day, Clark, you'll go, that's what I should have done. <laughs> well, but bear in but mind. I think here. Bear in mind, Robbins it, didn't even come to it immediately. Rob, That wasn't even Robbins' first instinct. So and he's here in a, in a much more relaxed situation. I think Am I allowed Clark, to throw in a second option? Um, I tell you what, yes, because you're on Clarky's team. So, <laughs> yeah. because of Clarky's history in uh, improvisation drama, a he poem. goes, "Well, what better <laughs> way for us all to get to know each other than playing a quick improv game? Everybody, write your name on a sticker and put it on your head." And everyone has to say your name in the style of an animal, or something like that, where it's sort of he turns what it into a like a warm-up game. <laughs> he turn it into yeah, he turn it into a into a sort of drama workshop, basically. Uh, I I thought Clarky would do one of two things. I think he would either say let's all drink and engineer some kind of finishing your drink kind of situation like down your pints kind of thing or he'd say let's all just bloody dance and like I love this tune and then get everyone like hey and let's just it'd like engineer a larger more party thing than this he'd start a conga line going on yeah so it's either a conga line or a dance or finish your drinks I think I think that's where we're looking at he create a happening yes yes not uh, and like uh, probably not faint but i think like i think in fact i i i remember i was at a house party with Cl- crosby very early on when i remember he he pretended to faint oh yeah just, just to make something happen because yeah. it was quite a boring party it's quite, quite. we all carried him into the kitchen and everyone was making a fuss and, and then after about 15 minutes he kind of winked at me and went i'm only joking <laughs> it wasn't 15 minutes i didn't let them make a fuss i moved for 15 minutes it, it was, was 15 long... seconds but it was fun it, to pretend to pass it, out it, it was a long time it was a um, good I th- time i think we would go with yeah i think we'd go with that like a happening a dancing let's dance let's drink let's something like that clarky back you come mate you're at a party and you see an old flame. They approach the group you're with and say, aren't you going to introduce me? The trouble is, you've forgotten their name. What would Ben Clark do? Well, of course, I'd improvise a poem. Yes. <laughs> go on. Okay, so go on. You'd improvise a poem. How And how would that go? Oh, well. Well. Imagine tonight, you're tonight. Imagine yeah. <laughs> Today's the day. No. Uh, what I'd do is I would... I did a classic thing of introducing the other people. So I'd say, oh, well, this is uh, Matthew and Tom and John and and Susie. And then I'd try and keep the conversation going long enough that they that the other people do the job for me. I can tell you now, you know what? 
Robbins gets the point yes. there. Robbins, I'm, I'm going I'm to give it to him. He he, get, he gave three answers and one of them was right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a buckshot approach to winning the round. But, uh, but it, nevertheless, he won it. Parry, you're up next. Um, so, a bird lands on your window ledge and begins talking to you in fluent English. Yes. What do right. you do? <laughs> Great. Off you go, okay? What would Tom Parry wow. do? Okay. He's muted himself, but he's kept yeah, his he headphones it. on. <laughs> 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 it's a, 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 a strange move. Yes. still have my headphones he's, on. He's taken them off now. Okay, good. He's t- taken the headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right. We will start with Susie. What do you think Tom would do? I think he'd immediately text you two. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah. The WhatsApp would be a buzz. Um, what do you think his What do you think his plan would be for? The, of course, it would be a flatter. What do you think his plan would be for the um, for the bird? Well, I think he'd try and keep it and uh, force it to become a double act. <laughs> he squeeze us out. I think I think it would be Flappy's Fun Club. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh God! I can't, even the um, thought of that is bringing me out in a in a hot flush. Um, oh dear. Um, yeah, I think I think it'd be like a new a new Orville situation. He could be he could be the next Keith Harris. I think it's a, it's a smart it's a smart play actually. Yeah. He could become you know Parry is always talking about how to become a TikTok star or what to do on Twitch, and I feel like if it was a guy <laughs> with a little talking bird, you'd watch that TikTok, wouldn't you? That's got oh, viral. That's perfect for Twitch. That's got viral. You'd have to teach. <laughs> say Twitch. You'd have yeah. to teach the bird how to put on a t-shirt and take it off. Exactly. Again. Exactly. Surely you tweet it, guys. You've got well. Of course. Clarky, lovely stuff there. <laughs> um, a, a bonus point for that. No, no, look, I can't. I can't. Come on. I can't in good conscience. Um, uh, Clarky and Robbins, what do you think Parry would do? He'd kill it, wouldn't he? He'd kill it. <laughs> he would. He'd, 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 he'd freak out, snap its neck in a matter of... <laughs> I, think, I think they'd get chatting and they'd fall in love. Oh. And I think he would immediately sort of think, oh my God, I'm going to make my fortune with this talking bird. But he'd sort of forget that as they started to get on really well. And they just become. It would become one of the great love stories. And I, I, I'm sorry to say, I think you'd end up having sex with the boy. <laughs> You're sorry to say it. We're sorry to hear he's it. Gonna, he's going to elope with a bird. He's going to migrate with a bird. Yeah, he's going to. Oh my god! I thought him having sex with a bird was. I mean, that, that's that's in all of our answers, right? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He fucks, the, and then he fucks the bird. And then, yeah, exactly. It. So the what's the what's the journey up to it? Um, so Parry. <laughs> A bird lands on your window ledge and begins talking to you in fluent English. What would a Tom Parry do in that situation? So, I, I mean, I, I, I mulled this over and was like, I can think of some funny options. And then, and then the true option hit me and it was so true. I was like, oh my God, that's exactly, that's exactly what would happen in, the, in real life. Like I was thinking of like some fun stuff like invite them to live with me, become a crime fighting duo, all this kind of stuff. But actually the real the real answer, and this is 100% true, is 
persuade them to let me direct their Edinburgh show. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, I would like 100%. By the end of the conversation, I'd be like, convince them they've got a brilliant Edinburgh show in them and, and get them to agree for me to direct it. And then we would fucking clean up, mate. I'm going to give newcomer, I'm, I'm giving Susie newcomer the on a plate. Newcomer <clears throat> on a plate. Um, I'm going to give Ruffle, Susie the point there because it? yeah, yeah. I mean, for, former double act, but effectively, yeah. It's I said you'd former double act. Take it into the entertainment yeah. realm, and there you go. You're taking it, and also you that, know that who's, who's not seeing that Edinburgh show? Who is not seeing that Edinburgh show? It's a talking bird. I mean, I love the fact that that's the you know you've got a talking bird, a, a, a miracle, and you think, oh, I could probably do a show in the above. We'll start the attic. <laughs> <laughs> this start, has got 100 seats tonight, hasn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, uh, congratulations, uh, Susie, there. You score the point. All that remains is to find out what producer Gwyn would what do. Were yes, the, what were the other options, please? Oh, well. Robin's thought you'd fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Robin's thought Robin's you'd fuck it. I thought you'd freak out and kill it. You don't have to talk to a bird to fuck it, right? It's no, I make... said you'd get talking and fall in love, and oh, then have weird. sex. I didn't. Oh, I didn't just go. Oh, you'd he'd fuck it. I said. Yeah, I like said you. you'd get chatting. Sorry, and fall I was in doing love. that. I like that. Fall in love. That's that's beautiful. I mean, actually. it could still. You know, that that answer could still happen as well because you know what it's like up in Edinburgh. In Edinburgh, <laughs> the late nights. You know. You know. You, you're, you're, you're. 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 You're basically. That breaks it's, my... They're the that breaks bird, my direct, but you're the, my director's code. You're the one taking them under their code. wing. No, Next no. year you're up there and the pigeon bumps into you in the street and you have to introduce it to all your friends <laughs> and you've forgotten its name. All that remains is to find out what producer Gwyn would do when I ask for the scores. Producer Gwyn, what are the scores? So the scores are Ben and John have five and a half. Tom and Susie have three. Oh, Ben and John are in the lead. So from what would we do to what should they do? It's Beef Brothers. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And this one comes from Dan, who writes... My tenancy agreement with my housemate James, friend of many years and housemate of two, is coming to an end. We've both decided the current flat isn't right for us anymore. James wants to move to a two-bed flat together that's slightly further out of town and closer to his family. But I don't want to live with James anymore. I've been fortunate enough to find myself a better, in a better financial position than when we first moved into the current flat. I'm now interested in getting a one-bed flat of my own. This is something I've wanted for years and I'm finally in a position to do so. Many of my friends who are married or have kids say they, they really regret never having lived alone when they had the chance and I know I would too and honestly even if I couldn't afford a place to myself I don't like the area James has his heart set on and there have been a fair few things over the years about our flat sharing situation I found less than harmonious I'm feeling really guilty about this as I know if I stop living with him he'll have to move in with strangers and I hate to put him in that situation we've had a brief conversation where I mentioned I was thinking about going off on my own and we both agreed to think it over over the next week or two since then he's been suspiciously nice and constantly saying how great it is living together he's suddenly baking bread vacuuming and letting me choose what we watch on TV I know him well enough to know he's just trying to guilt trip me into staying so please help me how do I tell him my mind's made up without ending our friendship and how can I overcome the guilt of putting a friend in a position I wouldn't want him to be in okay right so Susie we'll start with you what would be your immediate thoughts for advice for Dan 
Don't share it on a podcast. <laughs> it's a little too late for that. The, the, the toothpaste out of the tube. Um, Was that part of the reason he doesn't want to live with him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is tricky. We've all we've all we've all we've all moved out of. I mean, we've all had tricky situations when we've left flat shares for. I've left leaving flat shares for partners and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not even leaving for a partner. He's leaving to be on his own. You know, own. what he's saying That's, is a life of solitude yeah, is better than living with you. It's preferable than living with you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just think he needs to be honest. I know that that's not a funny answer. But it's a strong answer. He means he's looking for genuine advice here, so. Okay, so I just think you say, you say, I, I, don't, I don't want to live there. And I also really want to experience something on my own. That's got nothing to do with how much I like you. I think we should still hang out all the time. I think you're brilliant. Um, you know, you'll be welcome to come around and have tea, but fundamentally, fuck off. Right. <laughs> so on, honesty leading up to fundamentally fuck off. Um, Robbins, what's your advice for Dan? I think he's he only really needs to get himself out of the equation for the next month or so while the flatmate is finding somewhere else. So, you know, to take a sort of wartime uh, action, he could he could give himself an injury that kept him in hospital for sort of three weeks. In the meantime, the guy has to sort other accommodation, can't afford to pay for two places. Or he could sort of say, he could, he could sort of fake a family emergency, say, look, I've got to go back with my folks just for just for four weeks yeah. or rehab or something like that. I think, I think I'm think i going to say now as a little bit of advice, moving it back in with your parents probably better than an injury that lays you up in hospital for three weeks. I mean, well, it depends what, what your relationship with your parents is. But if it does he depend could, on that, yeah. If he could just take himself out of the decision process for long enough for his friend to have to make a choice. Force his hand. Yeah, force his hand. Force his hand. Um, Clarky, what do you think? Fate your own death, mm, probably. Yeah. Seems seems the best way to uh, you know save his feelings. So do a canoe man on it. Just disappear completely, presumed dead. Yes, right. Or or fake a death in the flat. Oh or, yeah, I mean, or pretend fun. to faint. Always, <laughs> it's always there in the back pocket, isn't it? <laughs> every time they try to, every time or they if you started, <laughs> yeah, improvise a really long poem, cook a really um, nice Italian meal, and then do an improvised poem. Um, okay. Another thing you could do is is price him out. Start Ooh, suggesting nice. places that are clearly above his is. His pay grade if you've got a bit of the old that's, that's going to make his friend feel so bad, bad though, though isn't that's, it? That's, true. that's torturing him isn't it because if he's in a better financial situation he's going oh we should yeah. move into this luxury apartment and the guy can't afford you be, it wouldn't just... you almost be glad to be out of it then though if you start to go like oh mate ugh, so which, one, which one are you going to go for Clark are you going to go for oh, fake your own death of course fake, fake your own death okay one. So we've got we've got honesty. We've got uh, take yourself out of the equation. We've got fake your own death. I mean, effectively, it was just a way of taking yourself out of the equation. Parry, what well, are you I thinking? Think, well, there's something very bittersweet about this beef, and there's something quite like tragicomic about it. It feels exactly like it'd be the well it's been like the subject of so many kind of like American teen movie type situations. Like that's you know it's like 
the end of an era. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would. My initial reaction is to try and um, engineer like either like a drastic personality change <laughs> or a behavioural change that you've lived with this person for a long enough time now to know that if you came home one day dressed as a steampunk <laughs> and was like oh my like you know suddenly being like oh my god have you you know have you watched you know wild wild west or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like you suddenly and, and like you know you just go at it for like four weeks of like you've gone on this mad kind of trip and to become this different person so that when it comes to the conversation of moving to a new house they're going to think differently yeah so it's like are you going to become like you know you know like one of those people who has an iguana on their shoulder all the fucking time sure a character a local character (laughs) become a character and you know adopt some kind of affectation or really liking queen or something like the four, yeah, like, you know, define your personality hey, by it one works. thing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just suddenly be like, well, this is who I am and this is, this is what it is. And like, but, be, but choose the thing that ultimately you're engineering a situation where your friend is going to have to gently let you down. Yeah. So and you've got to, therefore, you, they're going to feel good about it. So actually, you're doing the right thing. You've got you've got to pick sort of like it's it's not quite their kryptonite, but something that they've got an aversion to, but they're going to feel more sort of sympathy for you than they are going to yeah. feel. Yes. Well, also this person said that their financial situation has improved, so they've got a bit of money to throw at the problem, so they could like get into cycling in a really tedious way yes. and get like four or five bikes that take up all of the hallway. They're all in the kitchen. They're on different fucking levels. Yeah. They're on the walls. The kitchen's full of those little gels, you know. Gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Recycling gear. That, or if you have got money to throw at the problem, do that fucking thing where you decrease the size of their slippers over four weeks until they think they're going, they're, they're having problems. Well, like, because their slippers are more expensive <laughs> than bikes. <laughs> and then get them, get them sectioned. <laughs> yeah, that's the other way to what? go. Gaslight them through footwear. <laughs> yeah, twit them and then get. How them do section. you decrease the size of slippers gradually? You buy you buy five oh, identical pairs of their pieces, of, and then you keep replacing them until they think oh, I'm they're, growing. If they're, not, if they're identical, they're not decreasing, mate. Clarky makes a it's very not, very good it's point. Not, it's not a bad. It's, it's not a very bad very take. strong point. It's not a bad take. So <laughs> give, him a a bonus point. <laughs> give him a bonus. He's point. Give him a, a bonus, bonus, bonus point for, for you there, Clarky. I've got to give you a That's bonus point, mate. Cheers. Um, okay. Oh, well, now obviously, I can't make the decision myself because I don't want James moving in with me. So instead, I call upon our live audience. Uh, go to our profile on Twitter. It's at Pappy's tweet. Our pinned tweet lets you vote for who you think should win now and then once you do that go to my twitter and retweet the great memes about the Suez canal <laughs> get on clarky's twitter ben pappy clark get on there and even if you're listening to this podcast obviously there are people watching this live but if you're listening to this podcast you know down down the line search through his tweets give him a you know give him a retweet they're good stuff Absolutely. man they're good yeah. stuff um yeah. so i can oh, oh i yeah. can i can reveal i'm gonna stop it there it's actually, it's it's neck and neck with two of the answers. I can tell you, with 12%, John Robbins, I'm afraid, Ooh. with the go, go AWOL for a bit. With 18%, Ooh. 
it's Ben Clark oh. with Fake Your Own Death. But splitting the votes, I'm going to give you a point each, 35% each. And of course, no, no points to Clarky. <laughs> yeah. Susie Ruffle with Be Honest, Tom Parry with Become Awful slash Weird, 35 points each. That's two points to you guys. Congratulations. Whoa, Next. What That's a big stuff. round. That's a big round for a big, a big round for you guys. Two, two points. Right. While Clarky basks in the glory of his huge viral success, <laughs> He, he really, you're like that um, Dan Blazarian guy. You really are. I'm going to see you with a, a cigar and, and models on your arm. Uh, it's now, it's, it's time to turn over to, to Clarkie and to Tom with the quick fire round jingle. Here it is. This is the quick fire round. It's a round that goes really quickly Which is why it's so weird that it, it has a long introduction Ooh, it defies all logic It's got a long introduction And that's very strange but here's the thing This is the first time I have sung it And really does it have a long introduction Because it's Tom singing Ooh, that could be the case If it's just Tom singing Maybe that's why it's so long Cause it's me, I imagine we could just get into it. <laughs> I've got no reason to muck around and make it much longer. Ooh, what's my motive? I think it's just a Tom thing, and really in my hand. There should be no reason for me to dally Or for me to delay I could just crack straight in to the quick fire round Ooh, That would be nice Imagine that wonderful scenario No Tom, no long intro well, I don't know about you, but I found that a breath of fresh air. No parry, and none of his silly stretching out what's normally a long intro. But this time it doesn't have to be. Thanks for listening. Oh, gorgeous. Clarky, can I just say a bonus point? Gorgeous work there. Gorgeous work from Tom Parry oh, uh, and uh, Ben Clark there. Uh, yes, this is the quickfire round. And, and as our show is all about changing the locks, I'm going to ask our players to put their answers behind lock and key. You say the word lock, 
then your answer, then the word key. So actually it's behind lock and in front of key, but let's not make the game any more complicated than it already is. Um, instead of buzzers, I would like you to shout out your first names. Okay, here are our questions. What is the soft item of clothing you wear on your foot? Susie. Susie. Lock, sock, key. Is correct. Dwayne Johnson is known by what stage name? Susie. John. I think Susie was just there first. Lock, rock, key. Is correct. Name the area of water where you might park a yacht. Ben. Ben. John. Oh, fuck. Oh, good. Lock, dot, key. Is correct. Uh, Oxo cubes are dehydrated what? John. Tom. John. Lock, stock, key. Is correct. Uh, a Chinese round bottom <laughs> cooking pot is called a what? John. Tom. John. Lock, walk, key. Is correct. Big Ben is actually the name of the Tom. John. Tom. <laughs> Lock, clock, key. No, it's actually the name of the bell. Bell. Uh, if you're... <laughs> you, seem to be, you seem to be stopping someone from getting off with someone else. That is known John, as... Uh, Susie. Robbins. Tom. Lock, cock, block, key. Is correct. What is the first name of the boxer played by Sylvester Stallone? Tom. Susie. John. John. Tom, I think you were just... <laughs> <laughs> you just there first. Lock Rocky Key. Is correct. What was Guy Ritchie's first movie? Ben. Tom. John, I think was just there first. Whoa. Lock, lock, stock and barrel key. Ooh, oh, no. I was... Tom, uh, give us the correct answer. Oh, fuck. Lock. Lock, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels key. Is correct. What do you call a man who races on horseback? Tom. Susie. Lock, jockey, key. Is correct. Name the Chinese-owned video-sharing social networking site. Ben. Ben. Lock, TikTok, key. Is correct. What is the name of the team? Have you TikToked about the Susie Canal? It's only a matter of time. I did a little dance to it. What was the name of the TV detective series starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman? Tom. Tom. Lock, Sherlock, key. Is correct. That is the quick fire round. The game is over. So... I found that very stressful. It was a bit stressful. I've got to say, it was was too much. Really, really intense. Don't worry. You talked about the entire thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I hated that. It's over. It's over. I I always let people know when I finish their podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I hated that. I really didn't enjoy that. Awful. I didn't enjoy that. Could you please rebook me? So there we go. That's over. So before we we find out the the final scores, that is over, guys. Guys, I can't stress enough. That is over. But before we find out the final scores, Susie, um, your your treat for that punishment, anything you'd like to plug? I've got some podcasts. Uh, If you like that sort of thing. Which we we do. I've got 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 a podcast with Tom Allen called Like-Minded Friends where we chat about absolutely nothing. Um, it, It... it's basically white noise for gays uh, but you don't have to be gay to enjoy it and uh, and then I also have uh, another podcast it's a bit more earnest where I interview inspiring people from the LGBTQIA plus community fantastic and Robbins anything you would like to uh, like to plug um, yeah well I've just started up a mailing list uh, I thought I thought I should really get on the get on the sort of uh, the the back of this emerging communication technology and there is an announcement i'm making on monday so if anyone wants to sign up to my mailing list go to uh, just it's on my social media or getreview.co forward slash profile forward slash john robbins great 
Give us exclusive. What's the announcement? Come on. <laughs> come on, tell us. I can't tell you. Give us a little Give us exclusive. A, come on, we need this, mate. We need this. We need this for the numbers. Give us a... If, mate, if you've, if you've done a, a meme about the Suez Canal, I'm going to go fucking insane. Have you, have you worked out how to move that boat? Are you gonna, is that your announcement? This is how to fix it, because don't do it yet, mate, because Clark is getting good gear no, out of yeah, yeah. It's nothing there's, there's, like super... I'm very excited, but it's nothing like... I mean, it's it a, in the general realm of the sorts, is it, of, is it sorts fucking, of things comedians announce. Is it a tour? No. Oh, thank Fuck God. no. God, <laughs> too scared. Is it a pod? I could neither confirm oh. nor deny. So let's leave it. Oh. You better not be interviewing inspiring people from the queer community. Oh, no, fucking I'm, livid, Robbins. I'm interviewing really uninspiring people from the queer community. Really? Oh, can I come on? Oh, oh, <laughs> <close> my podcast. <laughs> oh, thanks, uh, thanks to everyone at home for watching tonight. Uh, as always, check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. There's loads of bonus stuff over there. If you're a fan of the podcast and want to give us a donation, that's the way to do it because uh, you give us that's some cash. That's the way to do it. We get, uh, we get to give you uh, the uh, the three bonus episodes that we do every single week or one to get a ticket to a live show. The next one is on April 20th with uh, Evelyn Mock and Tony Law and the tickets are available right now. In fact, they'll be in the show notes for the episode you are listening to this moment. Uh, search Pappy's Flat Show on Eventbrite.co.uk or check out our Twitter or Facebook for links for that. Um, if you can't join the Patreon, you can't watch a live show, uh, you can't follow us on social media. They just recommend. Then what this. can you do? Yeah, they just recommend this to uh, to a friend, or uh, you know, leave us an iTunes review. But I mean, get on social media because there's some really great stuff popping over at Clarky's page. Get political online. Oh if anyone is gutted that the Mash Report's not coming back, get on Clarky's page. It's the same Clarkie's thing, effectively. Climb aboard the boat and get jammed. <laughs> so Clarky is Ian. Six. So, Clarky, is Ian home? Is he the Suez Canal in that yeah, one? Yeah, he's the Suez Canal, see. That, okay. that, that means we're going round a bit, see. Yeah. So he's he's choosing to keep the boat. He's, yeah. The Suez Canal yeah. is. Yeah, that's it. It's good. I didn't understand it's, it. It's but that is, it, it takes a little, like, thing, a little thinking time. It's I like know, Steve Bell. I, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings. It right. more right. the, the rings, the, the rings if, not stuck on his finger, is yeah, it? If, no, if but the, the ring got well, stuck on his finger. But the narrative there is saying that Suez Canal is actually like, do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to this boat. Like the Suez Canal, like wants the boat. That's that's You're what's flipping going on. the narrative. Yeah, that's that's. I I'm, think I'm, I'm switching the narrative mind. ninety degrees and jamming it down. <laughs> Twitter's I think it's good, strong stuff, and I think you know. Look, no, I can tell uh, Parry and Robbins a little bit jealous of a viral success. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit jealous that we've got we've got we've got Twitter's Zoella on the show today. You know, but he's you're doing you know you're doing great stuff there, Clarky. Thanks, well man. worth a follow, Ben Ben Pappy Clark for all your serious related news. <laughs> <laughs> do you do anything about the Suez crisis from the 1950s have you got any gear on that <laughs> I've got a load of stuff about uh, sinking cement boats so you'll love it you'll love it I can't it. wait I can't wait right and the other thing I can't wait for is, is producer Gwyn to give us the final scores tell us how this game has played out I've got no idea <laughs> the scores are very close Clarky's bonus points doing a lot of heavy lifting today <laughs> uh, like the Tom is using <laughs> <by itself. laughs> we wish was doing a bit of heavy lifting <laughs> uh, Tom and Susie have 12 
Ben and John has 13 and a half. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Unbelievable. So Tom and Susie, you've got to change the locks while Ben and John, you get to run your fingers through mine. <laughs> Thanks to our guests, Susie Ruffle and John Robbins. We've been Pappy. See you next time on Flatshare Slamdown. Flatshare Slamdown featured Matthew Crosby, Ben Clark and Tom Parry with special guests Susie Ruffle and John Robbins. It was devised by Pappies and Ben Walker. Technical expertise was by Emma Caution and help from Gwyn Rhys-Davis. It was produced by Emma Caution. Big thanks to everyone who watched the show live to Zoom and YouTube. You are the digital wind beneath our wings. Pappies Flatshare Slamdown is a secret news production for Acast and the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye. 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 Flatshare Slamdown. Oh, I hated that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Oh. Well, there you go. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know what? Absolutely. A lot of people have been saying there was a lot wrong with it, but actually, do you know what? The, we, we, we're going to say now there is nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing, nothing. Yeah, I mean, if you've got your complaints, send them in. I'm not going to accept them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> But do go the to the trouble. Of, bin. Do go to the trouble of sending them in, though. We can't stress oh, we, that enough. We love the correspondence. Yeah. In fact, we actually Good. got a message. We got a message in uh, to our uh, uh, Pappy's Flatshare at Gmail dot com address. Oh, great email address. About, a great way to get in touch. A great yeah, way lovely. to get in touch. About our Stevie Martin episode. Oh yeah. Oh, would you like to hear it? I'd love I mean, to complaints. It's not necessarily a complaint. Um, this is from Brian, who writes. Um, Tortoises do not drink through their bottoms. <laughs> I thought this was an amazing fact, so I tried to confirm it with my vet friend. I'm so sad to tell you, it's a myth. Uh, vets usually warn new owners not to believe anything they read about tortoises online, as the bum drinking myth is huge on the internet, and placing your door tortoise in a bowl of water can actually be dangerous, as they could oh, drown. No. They drink through their mouths a bit, but they mostly hydrate through the water in their food. Any water absorbed in the absorbed into the cloaca is usually because a small vacuum has been generated inside them however they squirted out almost straight away I'm sorry to, sp to spoil this otherwise wonderful story hope this you're well big. have oh fun oh my god this is Shelfie. massive Shelfie now um, we, um, we that was Brian Shelf, by the news. way of course uh, oh uh, Shelfie boy Shelf, Shelfie boy yeah so um, I know we don't normally do back names but in Shelf's case we make an exception but um, we, we really should I mean we really should contact Stevie. More importantly than telling the listeners. <laughs> I need to forward this message on to Stevie. Yeah. But after we recorded that uh, um, Beef Brothers cold cuts with her, she's asked us to never contact her again. So we're in a bit <laughs> of an impasse here. What do we do? That is fair enough. That is fair enough. We could just tie it. Just print it out, tie it to a brick, through the window, she'll be fine with it. <laughs> What a, tied to a tortoise what, through the window that's absolutely <laughs> I know to the core oh. the, you know what though it's quite nice to have uh, an episode where it's the guest getting something totally wrong yeah, normally that's very that much our very thing strange. well that's uh, my, my brother actually mentioned in the family group last night it was like it talked about like the dodgy animal facts in our podcast and I was like what and just assumed it was me I was like what? oh no what have I what said this time what facts was he talking about well presumably that it must have been the tortoise thing. Yeah. But he, he never responded. Do you think this is enough to get uh, Stevie's Legend of Lockdown rescinded? Do <laughs> <laughs> you think there's going to be a big fallout from this? <laughs> Nothing would make Tom happier than to see all of the Legends of Lockdown stripped of their medals. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll forward this message on to, um, uh, on to Stevie, but I'll also CC in Steve Bennett of Chortle. 
great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it has, the least it we has can to do. be done. It's, it's it the least done. we can do for tortoises everywhere, really. I'm just going to warn you, though, he, he's not, he doesn't reply to emails. I've been emailing him a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting absolutely well, nothing back. Well, anyway, um, today's episode was produced as ever by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. Stay tuned for the Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Otherwise, we'll see you soon. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Um, I've got something I would like to say. Um, I can't tell if you're shy or if you're singing. <laughs> well, that's part of the reason why I've called the meeting. Okay. Um, it's the meeting I, of the people who are either very shy or in a musical. I'm pleased to announce that I used to be shy. I used to hide away until I decided that it was gonna be a different day. I'm not shy anymore, but I'm not singing either. I've got a condition that I can't quite put my finger on <laughs> but will you please be upstanding for this Patreon neighbourhood watch roll call oh, he's not shy anymore he's just got his dick stuck in a drawer <laughs> that's why he loves to roar he's not shy anymore it's Tom Page <laughs> <laughs> Pagey oh he's not shy anymore because he's got his dick stuck in a sink and it's <laughs> Causing him problems, his name is Alex Jenkins. <laughs> He's not shy anymore. <laughs> oh dear, he's got his dick stuck in the drawer. Get it out. Is that plea? Yes, it's envy. Whoa, he's not shy anymore. <laughs> He's not heavy anymore. In fact, he's light as a feather. Everybody gather round and take a gander at Daryl Webster. Oh, she's suddenly got shy. Oh, nobody really knows why. She's hiding respect. Her privacy, please. Leave her alone. Her name is Louise. He wasn't shy in the first place. <laughs> He's been running round shutting drawers on people. But please, <laughs> don't give him all the blames. He's still a lovely guy. It's James. Oh, he's not hairy anymore. <laughs> no, he's just been shaven. <laughs> but it's made him shy to be so exposed. His name is Dan Craven. 
Oh, he wasn't shy, but now he's shy all over because someone slammed his dick in a drawer. No. Who was it? I'll never name names, but I've got my suspicions that it was a James. I've got a list of suspects. <laughs> They're big, they're from Paul to Ronald, but there's one who I'm gonna cross off the list. I know for a fact that it wasn't Ross McDonald. Oh, but they're all big and they're all from Paul to Ronald. (laughs) It's a big list. It's a list of big people from Paul to Ronald. (laughs) Ronald being the biggest and we all know it. We arrange our lists in height order. (laughs) Get to the back, Paul. <laughs> oh, he's not shy anymore. He wasn't shy in the first place. He's been going round giving a good complaint. Everyone wants to shut his dick in the drawer. It's Daniel Goldswain. Oh, she's not shy anymore. I don't know. She's not shy anymore. I don't know. That's the news I've been fed about Alia Mohammed. I'm feeling shy again. I'm feeling shy all over again. And to shyness, I've had to yield. Because I made a list where all the big ones were fair. Stephanie, Jennifer, Susie, too. But top of the list was Sally Field. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's not shy anymore. And then the But he's got his dick stuck. Let go. He can't get it out himself. He's trying to get make a deals with somebody else. It's David Beals. He's somebody else. Oh, David Beals is somebody else. Yeah, David Beals is somebody else. Oh my God, I am not shy anymore. I'm not shy anymore. I want to tell the world about my life, my dreams, my hopes, my schemes, because I'm not shy anymore. I'm going to walk straight out of the door. I'm going to say, hello world, accept me as I am. Take me for the man I always meant to be. Because I'm not shy anymore. I'm not shy anymore. I'm not shy anymore. And I'm ready to meet the person of my dreams. And I'm ready to breed. That's right. Hunker down with me, William Reed. Because we're not shy anymore. He's not shy anymore. We're not shy anymore. But I'm feeling shy again. Oh, no, I went yeah. to my dick with a vegetable peeler. It all went wrong and now I really 
can feel her, a pain coursing through my veins. It's something I'll never do again. He's got a pain coursing through his veins. He's got I a got vein. veins on veins, and it's causing me pain. I got veins in my veins, and I'm feeling strong, but I'm not shy anymore. <laughs> He's not shy anymore. And I'll tell you something for free. Paul Wheeler is near to me. No, he just looks like he's near because he's so small. Oh, he's not. Is that right? That's the wrong way round. Oh, Ronald, why you so tall? Ronald is big and Paul is small. I got pain in my vein, I got pain in my vein, and so does my friend, Ollie Kane. He's not shy anymore. I like the little... Oh, wow. The end. Well, that's good, strong oh, stuff for us. Absolutely concludes today's Neighbourhood Watch Patreon roll call. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Pretty strong stuff. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.